The reading for today is Luke 6, verses 1 through 11. One Sabbath day, as Jesus was walking through some grain fields, his disciples broke off heads of wheat, rubbed off the husks in their hands, and ate the grains. But some Pharisees said, you shouldn't be doing that. It's against the law to work by harvesting grain on the Sabbath. Jesus replied, haven't you ever read in the scriptures what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He went into the house of God, ate the special bread reserved for the priests alone, and then gave some to his friends. That was breaking the law too. And Jesus added, I, the Son of Man, am master even of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath day, a man with a deformed hand was in the synagogue, synagogue while Jesus was teaching. The teachers of religious law and the Pharisees watched closely to see whether Jesus would heal the man on the Sabbath, because they were eager to find some legal charge to bring against him. But Jesus knew their thoughts. He said to the man with the deformed hand, Come and stand here where everyone can see. So the man came forward. Then Jesus said to his critics, I have a question for you. Is it legal to do good deeds on the Sabbath, or is it a day for doing harm? Is this a day to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them one by one and then said to the man, Reach out your hand. The man reached out his hand, and it became normal again. At this, the enemies of Jesus were wild with rage and began to discuss what to do with him. You know, in this passage, we're given insight into the actions and the words of Jesus and how he responds to different people regarding the observance of the Sabbath. In the first segment, Jesus sees the need of his hungry disciples on a Sabbath day and encourages them to do something that was perfectly legal in that day, and that is take what was needed from the corners of your neighbor's grain field to satisfy your hunger. But certainly, don't put a sickle to it. Or in other words, pick what you need for a snack, but don't harvest the field. We notice here that some of the Pharisees protested this action by Jesus and his disciples. The Pharisees obviously saw themselves as protectors of the letter of the law. In fact, they were zealous for the law. Their devotion to the law led to such extremes that instead of obeying the law itself, they ended up obeying a multitude, literally thousands of tiny rules that were one step removed from the law. What was resulted uh, was a skewed devotion to the law and moved toward a law-focused religion. Their love for God was expressed by keeping the law and making sure everyone else did as well. But being consumed by keeping the law by their own efforts and for their own sake caused them to place high value and security on their own performance in order to earn God's love. Their focus on their obedience to the law clouded their vision of the great commandment which summarized God's law when Jesus taught, Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love others as yourself. In this incident, the Pharisees were concerned and questioning Jesus because he and the disciples were picking grain, rubbing it between their hands, then and eating it on the Sabbath. This, they felt, broke all kinds of rules against the working on the Sabbath law. In his answer, Jesus refers to an incident recorded in the book of 1 Samuel in the Old Testament, where the future King David is running for his life when he learns that his nemesis, King Saul, is seeking to kill him. 
He goes to a village where the tabernacle is located, and he asks the priest for five loaves of bread for his journey. The priest answers that he has nothing to give him except some of the special consecrated bread. According to God's recorded law in the Old Testament, it is reserved only for the priests who must eat it in a holy place. Nevertheless, the priest gives David some of the consecrated bread for him and for his men. He does so because David is the king's emissary and son-in-law, and he is on a holy mission and is hungry. What point is Jesus making by referring to this incident? Apparently, that human need should, be, should override bare legalism. The Pharisees must have been extremely angry. To them, the, the opposite was true. That man must conform himself to the law, no matter what the inconvenience or need. It is then that Jesus asserts his authority. The Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath, which meant that he has the authority over the rules and laws concerning the Sabbath. Jesus is saying, I'm the king. I have all authority and power. The second segment of this passage happens on still another Sabbath day. Jesus is in the synagogue, and a poor handicapped man is standing before them. This time Jesus, knowing their thoughts, takes control by asking the Pharisees that were present, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or do evil, to save life or to destroy it. Of course, their Sabbath tradition affirmed that the Sabbath was for doing good, yet by their looks, Jesus could tell they are upset and felt trapped. In fact, they were more concerned about being wrong and embarrassed in this exchange with Jesus than they were about the man standing before Jesus eagerly waiting to be healed. All the Pharisees can think about is their all-consuming interpretation of the law. They were more concerned about being right and about following the law than seeing a man's deformed hand restored to wholeness by Jesus. Of course, this doesn't stop Jesus, and he turned to the man and said, Stretch out your hand. As the man did, it was completely restored to normal. An amazing act of healing was witnessed by all that were present. But the Pharisees went wild with rage and began discussing how to deal with Jesus. Now place yourself into the scene as one of Jesus' disciples, or just an onlooker. What would your takeaways be? What is God saying to you personally as you watch this event unfold? Witness the words and actions of the Son of God. What was happening? What do you believe you should do about it as you move into your day and week? The Pharisees were obviously finding their fulfillment and their identity in keeping the law. Their obedience to the law became their identity. This gave them control over the outcome, they thought, and everything they did was in their own power. Jesus, on the other hand, presents a message to all people, encouraging each of us to seek and find our identity in him, the Messiah, the King, not in what we do. This means that in the power of the Holy Spirit, we are more than conquerors, righteous in his eyes. We are redeemed, we are adopted, and are his children. We are heirs to all he owns. We are loved and cared for, and we can experience joy, hope, and peace that is full and complete. Just a couple of questions for you to consider today. Where are you finding your identity? Are you able to identify times when you seem to be looking for your identity in what you do or have done? 
What may be going on in your heart during these times? One more question. Jesus came to serve, and he has called each of us to serve. When you serve, is it out of duty and obedience first, or out of your love for God and a desire to serve him? As you think about this through the course of the day, what is Jesus saying to you? Let's pause to pray. Father, thank you for this day, and thank you for uh the fact that we can gain our identity in you and out of that identity we can serve you in a more complete way thank you for your goodness and your generosity and we pray that this day we would serve out of our identity and not in our own effort trying to gain your approval in our own works we pray this in jesus name amen